Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, world. My name is Omar Mohammed, helping you improve and progress in business and in life. Your boy is back. Yep, I'm back. Um, let me just give you a history of why I say I'm back. For those who know me, I've been doing radio for 20 years. Yep, two zero on NPR, National Public Radio, which is uh, heard on WEAA at Morgan State University. Uh, took a, a small break uh, from April of, I'm sorry, February of this year, uh, 2017, uh, to now. Yep, uh, I'm back, ready to provide some great content and continue to help businesses and individuals who are looking to get started in business do just that. Uh, get started and provide some strategies to operate and grow their business. So I'm just happy to be back. Um, I, I went from, let me just give you some history of where, where I've been for radio, and then I'm going to talk about my start, my entrepreneurial life. Um, so started radio, as I said, 20 years ago. I was doing it for a monthly radio show for a while, uh, then went to weekly. So let's kind of back up. Uh, my background is not in radio or journalism. Uh, my background is in business, accounting. Uh, Earl... Elamine and Richard Rowe got me started in radio. Uh, they pretty much said, uh, well, I was a guest on their show, and they pretty much said one day, uh, can you take over? I'm like, uh, that's not my strong point. Uh, but myself and my former co-host, Darrell Keaton, and I, uh, we actually took over for once a month, and we just came on the radio show and provided some great resources to help the community out. Uh, we started off with the dialogue with the African-American male. Then I went to Briefcase Radio Workshop. And Briefcase Radio Workshop is as it is. It's a radio workshop where we provide resources to individuals to help them get started in business. And I went from a week, from a monthly show to a weekly show providing those resources to individuals. So for the last 20 years, that's all I've been doing on radio, and that is providing resources, being that resource for entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, uh, individuals who are looking to reach a certain point in life, and I really enjoy that. So now on to the next phase of my life, and we call this the customer plan. So the customer plan, I'll talk a little bit about that later on, but the first couple shows for the customer plan will be about me. Uh, will be about my story so that you know who I am and where I'm coming from. Uh, the second show will be more about the customer plan and why I decided to do the customer plan. Uh, so we'll talk more about that on the next segment. So the customer plan will come out twice a week, every Tuesday and Thursday at noon. So make sure you plug in, you subscribe to this particular podcast. 
And these are podcast workshops. So we're not just going to bring individuals on just to talk at you. We're bringing on individuals that will share some resources to help you move forward. And unlike with Briefcase Radio Workshop, uh, we're going to be only 20 minutes, 20 minutes or less. Uh, We want you to get in and get out, get the information and go right to work. Uh, I believe that the information is there and you can get the information in just small segments and then move forward in life. So it'll be a a guide for you to grow your business for those who are already in business. And for those who are looking to get started in business, it'll be a guide for you as well. So I'm excited about that opportunity and I'm glad to be back on the mic. And I'm super excited. And I want to really talk to you today about, you know, me, Omar Muhammad, my start, my entrepreneurial life. Um, I really didn't know anything about entrepreneurship um, until I was the, at the age of 12. So I have two brothers and two sisters, uh, Jamal, Fatima, those are the older two. And then I have Anwar and Quatina, those are the younger two. And I sit square, right square in the middle. Um, so when I was 12, and you can calculate the other ages, but when I was 12, my parents said, look, we want to teach you all how to make your own money. We want to start you off in business. We want you to start a business. I'm like, what? So I'm like, okay. I mean, that was one of my, my dreams anyway, to be a businessman. So at the age of 12, uh, my, my father, my mother, uh, James Muhammad and Alice Muhammad uh, got us all started in selling candy out of our basement in our neighborhood called Hollander Ridge. So shout out to all those individuals who grew up in grew up in Hollander Ridge, and for those individuals who supported our candy store. <laughs> uh, so that goes back many many years ago. So from there, I, I mean, I like the idea of solving a problem. You know, people in the neighborhood, because we didn't have a store in our community. Uh, we had to walk across the bridge. For those who are familiar, familiar with Holland Ridge, we had to walk across the bridge just to get uh, basic needs, um, groceries. So I really, we, we really saw, uh, solved, a, a, solved the problem. And that problem was people wanted some convenient snacks. And we did that. So at the age of 12, I, uh, my parents helped helped us realize what entrepreneurship was all about. So fast forward, decided to go to Morgan State University. That was the only university that I applied to. And I wanted to be in in business. So I really wanted to understand what it meant to be a business person and really understand the numbers behind business. So you know what I majored in? Yep, accounting. And uh, so while I was at Morgan, I started several businesses, continuing on what I learned as a 12-year-old. So I started a, a several businesses. I had a button company. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I sold buttons for uh, with people's names on it. Um, I subscribed to this company that had pre-made buttons. And then I made some buttons as well. I also had a t-shirt company with one of my my good friends, Michael Howard. Uh, We we pretty much put a design on the t-shirt. And check this out. The t-shirt changed colors according to your body temperature. Man, I wish I could find that company again. 
we did pretty good. We went to a number of vending events, exhibiting events. Uh, we sold to our family and friends. Uh, also at Morgan, I think I probably came up with the first, the first mobile car wash. So one of my friends, Tony, I can't remember Tony's last name, but he worked at a local grocery store. And uh, he was the kind of the guy that all of the ladies liked. Not that he went out with all of the ladies, but they liked him. And so we started uh, washing cars, not at the grocery store, but we would actually pick the cars up and take them to our, my parents' house. And from there, we would clean the cars and then we would take them back. So I think we were the first mobile car wash. And at the time, many of them were, were women. Many of our customers were women. And they came back to us and said, do you do carpet cleaning? I'm like, yes. <laughs> Again, we solved the problem. Uh, so we decided to do carpet cleaning as well as car wash as well. So we actually had two different uniforms. I think I, I still have one of those shirts, and I'll show that on on the Facebook page. I'll take a picture of that, uh, of the car wash uniform. I believe I still have that shirt. Uh, so we had a, a mobile car wash. We also did carpet cleaning as well. So later on, down the line, still at Morgan State University, I think I was probably in my senior year. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Vincent Vaughn, uh, decided that he wanted to, well, he was already in the pager industry, and he needed some assistance. So I decided to help him grow his pager business, not as a partner, but as a consultant. I think that was my first consulting business that I had. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed that opportunity. Uh, fast forward some more. Actually, let's kind of rewind, if you will. So while I was at Morgan State University, uh, Professor Ricks, who was the first African-American woman to receive her CPA, Certified Public Accountant, license from the state of Maryland, uh, she asked if I wanted to do an internship. And at that time, I was out of my, my parents' house. I was living on my own, going to school, and I was doing some other work as well. And I, I asked the question, well, do it pay? I didn't know what an internship was, but I, I just wanted to know if it paid. Uh, so I'm glad I took that opportunity. Uh, my first internship, uh, my first internship was with um, a group called Miss Bitfa. No, it wasn't a woman's name. It was stood for the Maryland Small Business Development Financing Authority, uh, with Stanley Tucker, Tim Smoot, Randy Croxton. You know, we, uh, they, were our Morgan grads as well. And they had a company that made loans to small businesses. So, man, that was, again, a dream opportunity to get some exposure, some experience in dealing with small businesses. Um, I went on to do a number of internships, one with Westinghouse, uh, which I, for those who are familiar with Westinghouse, it was a defense contractor uh, where I worked with them in helping them collect their money. Yes, can you believe it? Big corporations don't collect their money either. So I had an opportunity to help them do just that. I uh, did a number of accounting stints. I worked with Purcell Wally and Purcell Wally's accounting firm. Uh, so that gave me some exposure to uh, use my, my the theory that I was learning at Morgan State University to apply it to a practical situation. So that's, that's my, my experience with uh, working with individuals. Uh, and then we could fast forward. So I graduated. 
I graduated from Morgan State University and I started off working with Career Communications Group, uh, which was a company that published magazines for uh, engineers, Hispanic as well as African American um, engineers. I started off in their circulation department, so I was responsible for getting a magazine out to individuals, you know, helping them better understand what we did. So, you know, I, I was re coordinating the magazine and it was going to different uh, individuals, different engineers, as well as going to uh, individuals uh, at universities, not just African American, uh, historically black colleges and universities, but it was going to minority serving institutions as well. So that was my first job out of college. So it was it was created by a number of individuals, Tyrone Taborn. Um, Robert Stevenson, I believe Edwin even had a hand in that as well. Uh, so those individuals created the magazine, I was, yeah, created the magazine as well as the conference. And there was a TV show component to it as well, all helping to increase minorities uh, into engineering. So that was an entrepreneur. It's funny that many of the companies that I work with, except for Westinghouse, were entrepreneurial. Uh, I had a stint with uh, Vince. Um, Vince Wilson, and he was a computer guy. So I worked there uh, assisting him uh, with his, his books. Uh, so it's interesting that most uh, Stanley Tucker and them, they, they're entrepreneurs as well. <laughs> so, you know, it was born, I was born to be an entrepreneur. Uh, so after leaving Career Communications Group, I went over to the Development Credit Fund. It was a nonprofit organization where we made loans to small businesses. Going back to my roots with Stanley Tucker, Tim Smoot, it was an opportunity to learn more about financing. So I, I was one of the directors of the Community Lending Group and vice president for the Community Lending Group as well and the Development Credit Fund. Uh, and that was led by uh, Acneo Muldrow and Kenneth Oliver. Those, for people who are here in Baltimore, understand that those were two, two names that people recognize. So being at the Development Credit Fund, had an opportunity to look at small business owners and look at the business plan. And that's why I came up with the customer plan. You'll learn more about the customer plan on the next, next show. But the business plan was a tool that people used to get their business started. It's basically what it says, planning out your business. So we made loans from $5,000 to $500,000. I'm sorry, $700,000. My particular loan fund, we made loans from $50,000 to $500,000. So it was interesting to see the number of companies that came through to get funds from, from $50,000. And we actually did a $300,000 loan as well. So that gave me my exposure to financing, gave me some exposure to working with entrepreneurs from a startup phase to actually seeing them grow and mature uh, as, as small business into, uh, as entrepreneurs, I should say, into small businesses. Uh, so after that, I decided to do some consulting work. Because many of the entrepreneurs, they came to get a business plan. They, came, they did the business plan just to get access to capital. And then when they ran into some roadblocks, they didn't go back to the business plan. So I really wanted to teach the business plan from a standpoint of here's the tool that you need as a business owner. 
So I did that. I also did some consulting work with Women Entrepreneurs of Baltimore, uh, where I instructed women and a couple guys on how to do the business plan. Uh, so as you can see, my, my experiences run from starting a business at the age of 12 to having several businesses throughout my college years to even having businesses when I graduated, but also working with entrepreneurial entities that really supported entrepreneurs, that ecosystem of entrepreneurship. So I really enjoyed that as well. So right now, uh, I'm still in business. I mean, this particular show is one of my, my business opportunities. And for me right now in life, entrepreneurship is one of those things that, that will help me build a legacy uh, for, for my family. So I'm currently involved in residual income. Residual income from network marketing, residual income from real estate, as well as residual income from online. So for me, it's about how do I go to sleep at night and still make money? And those opportunities present present me with that. You know, making money in the network marketing industry, in real estate, as well as online. And we do have some stocks and mutual funds as well. Uh, so I want to continue to make money while I'm sleeping. Or... I want to make money where the business is not dependent on me, meaning that if I don't go to work in the business, I can still do what I want to do and money will still flow. So those are that's where I'm at now. Um, and I'm, I'm interested in bringing on some entrepreneurs, resource providers, individuals to help you build your business through the customer plan. So the customer plan will be about an opportunity. I call it the five, the six M's. Uh, make, market, marketing, manage, money, and motivation. And I'll put all of this on my Facebook page. You can find it on Improve Progress. It's also on my website, Improve and Progress. And you'll hear me say Improve and Progress all the time. That's my mantra. That's what I live by. If you're not improving and progressing, you're just what? You're standing still. And we don't have time to stand still. So now that you know a little bit about me, my, my start, my entrepreneurial life, here's your homework. And yep, well, you got homework. And every, every podcast workshop will have homework for you to improve and progress in your business. So your homework is two-part. Trace your entrepreneurial roots. When did you get started? Did you get started? Did you get started as a young person? Did you get started as an older person? Did you get started in your 20s? So trace your roots. And from there, develop why you're doing what you're doing right now. Let me repeat that. Trace your roots and post it. I want you to post it on, if you feel free to post it, post it on improve progress because i'll make sure that i post mine as well and then what why are you doing what you're doing so in network marketing it's called defining your why for me my why is to stay free and get my family free so when i want to do travel which i love to do i want to make sure that my family is with me as well so I'm back, y'all. It's, it's been a while. I've been doing radio for 20 years. Now I'm transitioning to podcasts. One of the things that brings me joy is this, this entrepreneurship journey is just not about me. It's really about all those people who I've impacted, all those people who I've impacted 
Including my daughters. Yep, I've got four daughters, four daughters and two granddaughters. So I'm, I'm really blessed to to have them in my life. Um, all of my kids, all of my girls, daughters experience uh, entrepreneurship at an early age. Uh, we still have one, one, one uh, that's still young. Uh, that is the ten-year-old daughter, and of course I got a newborn. And well, she's not a newborn. I think she's about three three weeks old now three weeks old and a five-year-old granddaughter yep it goes from 10 to 31 and everybody is experiencing entrepreneurship I'm about to start working with that five-year-old she's she's in a position to do that right now so I want to thank all those who helped me along the way as it relates to entrepreneurship I definitely want to give a shout out to mom and dad uh, James and Alice Muhammad uh, my brothers and sisters, Jamal, Anwar, Fatima, Quintina, I uh, really want to say I appreciate you all as well because I didn't do the store by myself. We did it together. Uh, so I really want to thank you all for that as well. And I want to thank the many uh, mentors and advisors that I've come across to help me along the way. Uh, from I, I know I'm going to miss some names. And please forgive me if I didn't call your name. It's not that I... I didn't call it. I, I just got a lot on my mind, and I, I just couldn't cover everybody. Uh, but I do want to uh, give a big shout out to the people who got me started in radio. That's Richard Rowe and Earl Elamine. Um, also, want to say big shout out. Uh, he's no longer with us. Um, they're no longer with us, I should say. A couple of my mentors, uh, role models, role model Reginald F. Lewis, uh, mentor Parent Jade Mitchell. Uh, the first African-American congressman for the state of Maryland. Uh, big shout out to Stanley Tucker, uh, Tim Smoot, Agnel Muldrow, uh, Ken Oliver, uh, all of these individuals, Scott Phillips, uh, Edwin Avent. Uh, I know I'm going to miss somebody, Tyrone Taborn, uh, uh, Vince, um, Vince Wilson, Barney Wilson, no, I'm gonna miss some some individuals. So please, you know, I'm thanking everybody. Thank everybody who assisted me along this journey, and I look forward to continuing this entrepreneurship journey uh, again. Without you all providing all the professors here at Morgan, you know, when I was at Morgan, they really helped me out along the way as well. Um, so, and all the alum, all the alum at Morgan State University who are entrepreneurs. All the, uh, the the seniors who assisted me when I was a freshman that helped me uh, become part of a become a president of a student owned uh, student run uh, club on campus. I want to thank everybody for really you know sewing into me the ability and the resources that uh, around entrepreneurship. So with that said, I want to thank you all for tuning in to the first episode. I told you all about my life. I look forward to the next and look forward to sharing with you all information that I have and bringing on resources to help all of us improve and progress. So with that said, let's just do that and improve and progress. And we'll see you next time. Peace.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.